Sports Conversation with James Navalance on the Believe Network. And joining us today is Dalen Counts, University of Northern Colorado guard. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Dalen. Appreciate you for having me. No doubt, no doubt, my guy. Uh, you know, we spent two weeks or so in Phoenix with our guy Phil Beckner doing all the player development stuff. Um, you know, it felt longer for two weeks for sure for, for the both of us. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. You know, yeah, yeah so definitely great. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Definitely good <laughs> no doubt. It's different, but it's a real good one, though. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, so now let's just get you know the audience into your background here real quick. Just you know going through you know your high school, you know the AAU experience, the recruiting experience, and then ultimately your decision um, to go to Colorado at first. Um, yeah, so I'm from from Denver, Colorado. Um, I went to George Washington my first two years, and then my second two years I went to Denver East High School. And then um, during that time, I played for the Colorado Hawks. We were on the Adidas circuit, so like we got we got pretty good like it's pretty good exposure, you know, playing in that circuit, playing against some of them top guys in that. But um, yeah, like some of my offers started start rolling in like my sophomore year. After that, it started rolling. And then um, when it came down to my decision, I had a few few different schools, uh, nice nice select few options, but I ended up choosing Colorado. I committed to them really early, like uh, when did I commit to them? Probably like. Right before, yeah, I committed him before my senior year. So, like, right at the end of that last AU summer I had. And then I ended up signing to them, like, during the signing period. And then, and yeah, I ended up going to Colorado after that. How, how big of a component was, you know, staying local? And obviously, you know, going, coming in early to Colorado, being from Denver. And then ultimately, obviously, you're now at Northern Colorado. Like, how big of a deal was that, you know, to stay local? Um, I mean, it was kind of a big deal. I mean, my first, when my first, when I was first going to Colorado, it was kind of a big deal. It was just like, you know what I mean? Like the biggest school in Colorado, like wants me there. And like, it kind of, some of my better offers at the time. So I'm like, well, you know, it makes sense for me just to stay home and, you know, go here. And then, um, when I decided to go come to UNC after that, it was just like, I mean, this, this kind of so happened to be here, you know, like it's just after I was going through all that stuff after the portal, just kind of looking at what schools I wanted, it's just like, I mean, this kind of program that fits, and they just so happen to still be in Colorado, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so take me through that transition. Obviously, you go to Colorado. Things, you know, for whatever reason, um, don't work out right. Looking for a better opportunity. Go in the transfer report. Obviously, it's so, you know, talked about, discussed, scrutinized to a degree, right? You know, especially now over the last, I would say over the last five years, you know, it's become such a big deal. And obviously, you decided to go to the Northern Crowd. Just take me through that process, through that kind of decision making, and ultimately, what the you know kind of growth that also took place during that time. Yeah, so um, like my freshman year at Colorado, I played, I probably played about like ten or twelve minutes off the bench. You know, not bad for a freshman. Played pretty good. Um, did had a few highlights, nothing crazy. But then uh, my second year came around. Didn't play as much as I like. Um, yeah, that kind of went like that, and I just kind of felt like I wanted to get on the floor, go somewhere I could get on the floor more and kind of play more just because, you know, like my college career is winding down. After two years, I only had two left. But, um, yeah, then after that, I kind of went in the portal and then pretty much was just like talking to schools. And then so Coach Smiley, my coach now, I had um, I had known him before I committed to Colorado because he was at UNC. He's an assistant there. 
and like we kind of had a pretty good relationship before then and it just kind of made it easier when I was going in to pick the, the decision for what school I want to go to after transferring or after I ended the portal. No, yeah, definitely. That, that that makes a ton of sense. What would you say, though? Now, obviously, like, boom, you go for Colorado. Then you immediately step into, you know, a bigger role, a larger role. You know, you average, I believe, 14.3 first year there, and then you make make an even bigger jump, Your you know, this past year. Would you say kind of like this transformed over the, especially over the last two years, just within your game, obviously within the role, but obviously overall with your game? Um, I mean, just expanding all parts of my game. A lot of it was confidence, just, you know, growing that confidence that first year. Like, you know, it's it still a, it's a good year that first year. You know, just kind of like trying to get get involved with the team, kind of, you know, make myself fit in, just coming from another school and with new guys and, and it's actually crazy because a few of the guys that were on the team when I first got to UNC, we played at AU together. So, like, me, Bodie, and Sam, we all played AU together. So, like, I was familiar with them, but just had to get familiar with the rest of the team. And then just – I kind of feel like my first year at UNC, like, my confidence was just growing, like, game by game, you know, just kind of seeing what I could do and, you know, just kind of getting back out there in the rhythm of playing just because I wasn't used to playing a lot. And then, you know, I took that big jump from the first year to my second year at UNC. Just a lot of that was confidence. And then just really just getting in the gym, working on, like, my three ball and just kind of building all aspects of my game just to be more versatile. No, so take me take me through that confidence piece. Because I feel like as a coach, like, that's, like, the most important piece. Legitimately. And I, I would say, like, you, you can testify to this, too. Like, being in, you know – around Phil, being around these players that we were in Phoenix, you know, you were around more of the college guys. And then I got to experience the NBA guys a little bit too. Like you see, like the, I feel, I feel like that separator is, it starts with that mentality. Right. And like having that utmost confidence. So take me through, like, obviously not playing as much. You mentioned like that ability to really build on your confidence as you start playing, but what do you think, like, if you could kind of do it over again, even regardless of not playing as much, still keeping that kind of same mentality of, like, now, nah, like, I'm going to dominate. Like, I'm going to be the best player that I can possibly be and keeping that confidence. Obviously, it's not easy. Confidence can waver. But where would you say, like, all right, this is the one thing, like, I could have done a better job of building that confidence and then that – Keep really having that confidence kind of where you are at right now. Um, I mean, if I go back, just like, I mean, just kind of just, say mm, just continue to keep my confidence, you know, not to be too high or not to be too low. You know, like there's times where, you know, there was a time where like I was just too low. I was like looking at the negative and looking at the, you know, the, the downside of it, but not, you know, really thinking about like, you know, I'm here for a reason. Like I'm still a good player. Like they didn't bring me here for no reason. Just, you know, figuring out a way to balance that confidence where it's not too high, it's not too low. But, um, yeah, just growing that confidence and just maintaining it. You know, not like, you know, not being moved by too much things, you know, not not being moved a lot by certain things. Just being able to, you know, just stay level-headed, really. That level of consistency, right? Like, yeah, I, I, think I think that's what we all strive for. Like, like, damn, I want to show up in the gym, be the same dude every single day, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you want to show up in the gym, be the same dude like hey you, you can depend on me to do x y and z right and we all kind of strive for that level of confidence and just consistency and like ownership of kind of who you are 
right? And just having that comfortability. And then, you know, because that that allows you to kind of strive to be the best you because you're uncomfortable, you're unsure, you're unease, like you're just not going to ultimately produce at the same exact level. Um, We'll see, like, I know we talked about the confidence piece. We talked about the skill set. What would you say, like, well, let's go to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Th- those two weeks, three, whatever it was, you know me, in terms of that time there, it <laughs> felt like years. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but over that time, like, what was the biggest things you picked up on from any um, standpoint, skill set and, you know, just mentality? Um, Just, like, kind of being more like a pro. I mean, just kind of change up probably, you know, like being a pro, you got to take care of your body. You got to eat right. And then, like, just a little thing, like, before I even went down there, my coach was telling me, like, um, he showed me, like, the Ochai article, like, where he was late to the workout. He was, like, he's big on time. Like, you got to be stretched out and ready to go 10 minutes before the workout to even start. Like, so before I went down there, like, that's the thing that I'm having. Like, I make sure I'm early, stretched out, ready to go. But um, just being, you know, just being a pro, like, just taking care of my body, eating right, getting sleep. And then just having that confidence to, you know, like I'm here for a reason, like, you know, everybody's here for a reason. I'm, I'm good too. Like I'm here, but um, just that confidence, really confidence and then just treat myself and learning how to be like a pro move like a pro. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, we touched on the mentality piece. I, I felt like all you guys, like that mentality, you know what the environment created, like just a competitive mm-hmm. nature in all aspects. Like, if you weren't competitive, you weren't going, like, 110 miles per hour. Every, I mean, every single person in the gym, whether you were an intern, whether you were a coach, one of you know, VC, Phil, like, one of the college guys, one of the NBA guys, like, it was just intense. And yeah, just like- that standard of excellence. You know what I mean? And, like, damn, damn, like, if you weren't on that day, like, you go you're going to shoot out, right? You're going to know you go, it. Yeah, you're going to hear it. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I I feel like, you know, I'll let you touch on this as well. I feel like, you know, since leaving there, like you just notice things at such a different like level, you know what I mean? Like, like, Mm -hmm. damn, like that, that's all level. Like just the way people operate on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? I feel like that might be the thing I've really gotten better at is just like, like, no, like I I know what high level looks like. I got to do that. And I got to help the other people around me get to that point you know what i mean i feel that is the area um from phoenix from all that that i kind of took from yeah exactly i mean like it just kind of raise your raise your your standards raise your expectations for how you do things you know what i mean um like like you said like if you if you weren't doing it as hard as you can like or going as hard as you can somebody in the gym is letting you know like whether it's phil vc or whoever like they're gonna let you know and like that's something like you know just that mentality that you learn is not something you just have for basketball. Like you could take that to your everyday life, like, which is good. You know what I mean? And yeah, just like you said, like if you weren't doing it, they're going to let you know. And that's, that's always good just cause you know, they're pushing you. And then when you take that with your own, like for me taking that and bringing it back to my teammates at Northern Colorado, like that's something that could, you know, help them out. I could use that to help them out and then just kind of raise the, raise the standards of excellence. Absolutely. The standard every day, like just being, you you know, being that standard, being mm-hmm. that example and being that guy every single day. And then, you know, that influences others. And we just keep raising, you know, that level of excellence, really. 
now I'm gonna perfect. I'm gonna that's a perfect transition. I'm gonna transition right to Northern Colorado, you guys. So obviously you open up with Houston, right? One of the most physical teams in the country, one of the best programs since Kelvin Sampson's, you know, taking them over, have a final four appearance, arguably as of right now, could be argued best team in the country. And then you got a game tomorrow. And then you got Baylor, who obviously 2021 won a national championship. Yeah. So what is it like for you guys knowing, you know, these first couple games, two out of three, like ain't easy, but in some ways kind of, all right, like that's the bar. That's the level. That's what the top of the top looks like. What, Like how does that build you guys for the long haul and the kind of the foundation of this season that you guys are building? Um, it's really good for us just to like, you know, see them teams out in the beginning, especially with, um, this year's team, we have a lot of newer guys. Like we got some freshmen and some transfers, and you know we just got a, a different. It's a different team this year compared to last year. We had a lot of guys leave last year, but uh, it's good for us to see that early on, so we could just kind of, you know, see how good we are. You know, it lets us know like where we're at, kind of where we're, you know, where everything's going right now. And then it's also good to learn, and then um, just long haul or long run, just looking at that for us, like when we get to conference and. You know, say if we win a conference and get to the tournament, then, like, we've kind of seen what, you know, these top teams are about, how they are, like, what, you know, these are real guys, seeing how they play and kind of how those games are. And then especially, like, the environments, playing them environments early, getting used to playing that, being able to execute in that, and just, you know, once you if you're playing them environments, then you're pretty much able to play in any, any environment. Like, when we opened up at Houston, it was a sold-out crowd, and they're number three team in the country. Like, you don't, you don't get to do that a lot. Like, a lot of people don't get to do that. You know, for their first game or first game of the season, it's just like a, you know, just kind of like a test to see where we're at. Absolutely. And, I, and I, I'd rather, you know, from my perspective as well, look, you'd rather be battle tested, mm-hmm. right? Rather than, you know, just going through non conference, get, getting just, wins, you know, easy schedule, right? Getting kind of a false narrative, a false belief of kind of, all right, this is what it's like now. Like, nah, we're going to start off right away with the best of the best. And then, you know, we continue to build from there. So, I, you know, obviously it's not the outcome you guys wanted, but it is a foundation piece and it's something that you can continue to build on. Um, what would you say for you on a personal level? Uh, let's go personal level first. Mm-hmm. Just what is, what is something on a personal level that you're kind of continuing to strive at, continuing to develop in? Like, what's something that you're working on kind of on a consistent basis just to get better on a personal level? Um, just for me, like, you know, after having a year like last year, so a lot of teams are going to be keying in on me and like, you know, I'm the main focus of their defensive scouts and all that. So now just being able to use all that attention to get my teammates going and, you know, just being able to use that to help them out because like I said, everybody's keying in on me. They're trying to figure out a way to stop me. But if I could get them going, then it loosens up the game for me, obviously just getting them going, but just using my attention to help out my teammates, you know, get the ball moving and, just help them play better. Absolutely. Now, what from a skill stand, uh, skill standpoint? Um, skill standpoint is just like just being able to make the right reads, you know, the right decisions. Uh, just you know, because it's gonna be pretty sure it's gonna be a lot of two people on the ball, so just being able to make them right plays to, you know, making the right reads to hit the people that's open, and then just being able to kind of like I, like I said, just use that you know, when teams are putting two on me or they're. I'm drawing more attention to being able to use that against them to get others going and get my team going. And then also just being like a, like I said, for this team, we have a, it's a lot more new people on this team. Like we have newer pieces. So also I have to be more of a vocal leader 
while doing like while doing that just because we got new pieces not we don't have the uh, old team like we did last year so just being more vocal and just kind of stepping more into that vocal leadership role no that's like a perfect transition because i was gonna be like yeah like you, you got a new bunch of newcomers you said transfers coming in obviously you know you're a veteran at this point mm-hmm. what you said you said from a vocal standpoint and obviously, you know, like lead by example, that kind of stuff. But kind of give me more, more detail on just your leadership, your development, kind of in that, and kind of, you know, because that's a that's a process. Like that doesn't just like, boom, you're a leader day one. Like that is something like you got to continuously build, and especially you know within your individual team, you know, building that throughout the year. So, what would you say from that standpoint? How the how's that developing? development been for you from the leadership side of it um it's been good but challenging just like you know I'm not the most like talkative person so like it's definitely something different for me to do like just being more vocal and with it being my fifth year in college like I've seen a lot of things I played against a lot of people so like you know with these freshmen and you know some of the teams just being able to like just being more vocal being able to tell them like you know just being able to help run the team making my voice be heard whether it's on defense or offense just just being more vocal just because, like I said, I've been in college five years. So, like, I've seen a lot, and I'm pretty sure I know a lot of things that teams are doing or where people are supposed to be and stuff like that. No, that's big. That's big time. You know, fifth year, I know you guys, you want to have a phenomenal year. You want to lead your guys, have big successful in the big sky. You know, I expect you guys to just continue to develop, continue to grow, and you guys are going to be big. Um, last couple of things, though. So I'm going to start with this one, though. It's kind of my ethos. It's kind of what I'm about. Every every person I bring on, this is what I'm going to discuss because I think it's ultimately what we all really strive for, right? And that that's, for me, you know, it's being the best version of myself. And then ultimately kind of my role being a coach, like helping others around me be the best version of themselves. So I'm going to ask you like this. what What's the best version of Dalen Counts? And what does that look like? Best version of Dalen Koontz. Um, Koontz, yep. I say just, I mean, making plays for others. You know, of course, like I know I could score, but really just making plays and then just kind of making plays and just trying to get after it on the defensive end, taking them strides that way. Just kind of playing within myself, not trying to do, you know, too much that I don't do. Just keeping it simple. Keeping it simple, not overdoing it, but just, you know, having fun, making plays and, Really, everything else just handle itself. Simplicity. I I think that's you know getting to know <laughs> getting getting to know you. You know you know our car rides and stuff like that. Like you are definitely chill, like consistent. You know, like not that you know. I I do feel like people that are like chill, just consistent, like kind of get like a bad rap at times. You know what I mean, like. It's kind of like, oh, do they do they work hard? Do they lead? Do they, you know, do certain things? It's like, no, like, I'm just consistent. Like, I'm not going to be up and down all over the place. Like, I'm just going to be me on a consistent basis. And, like, that's something that's, like, respected, I feel like. Just knowing, like, yeah, like, Dan's going to be the same dude every day. Yeah, like, that's and, I, and, I, and I don't think, like, that's taken for granted in, in anything, you know, whether it's basketball-wise, whether it's, you know, life-wise, like, you know, Dalen's a guy like, boom, I can count on him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not being up and down and being just a guy's guy is something that I think, you know, I, I think is just underrated. 
you know, yeah, that's we all look for during that yeah, transition, like, um, sorry, during that transition, when I had came from, uh, like CU to, to Northern Colorado, that's one thing, like coach Smiley had told me a lot is like just being an everyday guy, like just being more consistent, like, you know, not with just basketball, but just in everything, you know what I mean? And I mean, that's something that's like, I've learned and I've kind of, I feel like I've took big steps with that. Just being, you know, just being an everyday guy, like knowing that, you know, people knowing that they're going to get this from me every single day. Like I'm going to be, you know, humble attitude, like hard worker. Like you just knowing you'll get that from me every single day. is just really kind of what I've been focused on a lot these past like two years and just trying to even take bigger steps with that. No, that's big time. Being consistent, being the dude you are. Um, I know, I know high level things, you know, are going to come for you from your season. And then obviously, you know, moving forward. Cause I know the type of dude that you are, um, but that, that is all I got for you. So I appreciate you coming on. You're my guy. You were absolutely my guy in Phoenix without question. Um, so sports conversation with James Navalins on the believe network, Dylan Kuntz, right? I got that right. Kuntz. Yep. <laughs> my pronunciations ain't ideal. You can ask my team when we go through scout and I'm running through these names. And I'm like, no, nah, James, like, you don't got that one. So Yeah, it's all good. People, I, I, people I mess do. it up all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you, though. Um, No, but I know I know you got a game tomorrow. Wishing you best of luck then. Then Bear on Monday and then obviously the rest of the way. Obviously, I'll be following it. Um, And I'll definitely be staying in touch because you're my guy. Definitely. I appreciate you for having me on here. Of course, man. Anytime. Sports conversation with James Navalance on the Believe Network. And joining us today is Dalen Counts, University of Northern Colorado guard. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Dalen. Appreciate you for having me. No doubt. No doubt, my guy. Um, you know, we spent two weeks or so in Phoenix with our guy Phil Beckner doing all the player development stuff, um, you know. It felt longer for two weeks for sure for, for the both of us. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. You know, yeah, yeah so definitely great experience. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Definitely a good no experience. Doubt. It's different, but it's a real good one, though. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, so now let's just get you know the audience into your background here real quick. Just you know going through you know your high school, you know the AAU experience, the recruiting experience, and then ultimately your decision um, to go to Colorado at first. Um, yeah, so I'm from, from Denver, Colorado. Um, I went to George Washington my first two years, and then my second two years I went to Denver East High School. And then um, during that time I played for the Colorado Hawks. We were on the Adidas circuit, so, like, we got we got pretty good, like, it's pretty good exposure, you know, playing in that circuit, playing against some of them top guys in that. But, um, yeah, like, some of my offers started start rolling in, like, my sophomore year. After that it started rolling. And then um, when it came down to my decision, I had a few few different schools, uh, nice nice select few options, but I ended up choosing Colorado. I committed to them really early, like uh, when did I commit to them? Probably like right before. Yeah, I committed to them before my senior year, so like right at the end of that last AU summer I had, and then I ended up signing to them like during the signing period, and then and yeah, I ended up going to Colorado after that. How big of a component was, you know, staying local and obviously, you know, going, coming in early to Colorado, being from Denver, and then ultimately, obviously, you're now at Northern Colorado. Like, how big of a deal was that, you know, to stay local? Um, I mean, it was kind of a big deal. I mean, 
my first when my first when I was first going to Colorado, it was kind of big. It was just like, you know, what I mean, like the biggest school in Colorado, like wants me there, and like it kind of some one of my better offers at the time. So I'm like, well, you know, it makes sense for me just to stay home and you know go here. And then um, when I decided to go come to UNC after that, it's just like, I mean, this, this kind of so happened to be here, you know, like it's just after I was going through all that stuff after the portal, just kind of looking at what schools I wanted, it's just like. I mean, this kind of program that fits, and they just so happen to still be in Colorado, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so take me through that transition. Obviously, you go to Colorado. Things, you know, for whatever reason, um, don't work out right. Looking for a better opportunity. Go in the transfer report. Obviously, it's so, you know, talked about, discussed, scrutinized to a degree, right? You know, especially now over the last, I would say over the last five years, you know, it's become such a big deal. And obviously you decided to go to the Northern crowd. Just take me through that process, through that kind of decision-making and ultimately what the, you know, kind of growth that also took place during that time. Yeah. So um, like my freshman year at Colorado, I played, I probably played about like 10 or 12 minutes off the bench, you know, not bad for a freshman. Played pretty good. Um, did had a few highlights, nothing crazy. But then uh, my second year came around, didn't play as much as I like. Um yeah, that kind of went like that. And I just kind of felt like I wanted to get on the floor, go somewhere I could get on the floor more and kind of play more. Just because, you know, like my college career is winding down after two years. I only had two left. But, um, yeah, then after that, I kind of went in the portal and then pretty much was just like talking to the schools. And then so Coach Smiley, my coach now, I had um, I had known him before I committed to Colorado because he was at UNC. He's the assistant there. And, like, we kind of had a pretty good relationship before then. And it just kind of made it easier when I was going in to pick the, the decision for what school I want to go to after transferring or after I ended the portal. No, yeah, definitely. That, that that makes a ton of sense. What would you say, though? Now, obviously, like, boom, you go for Colorado. Then you immediately step into, you know, a bigger role, a larger role. You know, you average, I believe, 14.3 first year there. And then you make make an even bigger jump, your, you know, this past year. Would you say kind of like this transformed over the, especially over the last two years, just within your game, obviously within the role, but obviously overall with your game? Um, I mean, just expanding all parts of my game. A lot of it was confidence. Just, you know, growing that confidence that first year, like, you know, it's it still a, it a good year that first year. You know, I was just kind of like trying to get, get involved with the team, kind of, you know, make myself fit in, just coming from another school and with new guys and, and it's actually crazy because a few of the guys that were on the team when I first got to UNC, we played at AU together. So, like, me, Bodie, and Sam, we all played AU together. So, like, I was familiar with them, but just had to get familiar with the rest of the team. And then just – I kind of feel like my first year at UNC, like, my confidence was just growing, like, game by game, you know, just kind of seeing what I could do and, you know, just kind of getting back out there in the rhythm of playing just because I wasn't used to playing a lot. And then, you know, I took that big jump from the first year to my second year at UNC. Just a lot of that was confidence. And then just really just getting in the gym, working on, like, my three ball and just kind of building all aspects of my game just to be more versatile. No, so take me take me through that confidence piece. Because I feel like as a coach, like, that's, like, the most important piece. Legitimately. And I, I would say, like, you, you can testify to this, too. Like, being in, you know – around Phil, being around these players that we were in Phoenix, you know, you were around more of the college guys. And then I got to experience the NBA guys a little bit too. Like you see, like the, I feel, I feel like that separator is, it starts with that mentality. Right. And like having that utmost confidence. 
So take me through, like, obviously not playing as much. You mentioned, like, that ability to really build on your confidence as you start playing. But what do you think, like, if you could kind of do it over again, even regardless of not playing as much, still keeping that kind of same mentality of, like, now, nah, like, I'm going to dominate. Like, I'm going to be the best player that I can possibly be and keeping that confidence. Obviously, it's not easy. Confidence can waver. But where would you say, like, all right, this is the one thing, like, I could have done a better job of building that confidence and then that keep really having that confidence kind of where you are at right now? Um, I mean, if I go back, just, like, I mean, just kind of just mm. – just to continue to keep my confidence, you know, not to be too high or not to be too low. You know, like there's times where, you know, there was a time where like I was just too low. I was like looking at the negative and looking at the, you know, the, the downside of it, but not, you know, really thinking about like, you know, I'm here for a reason. Like I'm still a good player. Like they didn't bring me here for no reason. Just, you know, figuring out a way to balance that confidence where it's not too high, it's not too low. But um, yeah, just growing that confidence and just maintaining it. You know, not like, you know, not being moved by too much things, you know, not not being moved a lot by certain things. Just being able to, you know, just stay level-headed, really. That level of consistency, right? Like, yeah, I, I, think I think that's what we all strive for. Like, like, damn, I want to show up in the gym, be the same dude every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to show up in the gym, be the same dude. Like, hey, you, you can depend on me to do X, Y, and Z, right? And we all kind of strive for that level of confidence and just consistency and, like, ownership of kind of who you are, yeah. right? And just having that comfortability – and then, you know, because that, that allows you to kind of strive to be the best you because you're uncomfortable, you're unsure, you're unease, like you're just not going to ultimately produce at the same exact level. Um, we'll see, like, I know we talked about the confidence piece. We talked about the skill set. What would you say, like, well, let's go to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Th- those two weeks, three, whatever it was, you know me, in terms of that time there. It felt like years, um, but <laughs> but over that time, like, what was the biggest things you picked up on from any um, standpoint, skill set, and you know, just mentality? Um, just like kind of being more like a pro. I mean, just kind of treating yourself a pro. You know, like being a pro, you got to take care of your body, you got to eat right, and then like just a little thing. Like before I even went down there, my coach was telling me like, um, he showed me like the Ochai article, like where. He was late to the workout. He was like, he's big on time. Like, you got to be stretched out and ready to go 10 minutes before the workout's even start. Like, so before I went down there, like, that's the thing that I'm having. Like, I make sure I'm early, stretched out, ready to go. But um, just being, you know, just being a pro, like, just taking care of my body, eating right, getting sleep, and then just having that confidence to, you know, like, I'm here for a reason. Like, you know, everybody's here for a reason. I'm, I'm good, too. Like, I'm here. But um, just that confidence, really, confidence, and then just, treat myself and learning how to be like a pro move like a pro. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, we touched on the mentality piece. I, I felt like all you guys, like that mentality, you know what the environment created, like just a competitive mm-hmm. nature in all aspects. Like if you weren't competitive, you weren't going like 110 miles per hour. Every, I mean, every single person in the gym, whether you were an intern, whether you were a coach, one of you know, VC, Phil, like, one of the college guys, one of the NBA guys, like it was just intense and yeah, just like- that standard of excellence. You know what I mean? And like, 
Dan Dan, like, if you weren't on that day, like, you go you're going to shoot out, right? You're going to know you're gonna, it. You're going to hear it. You know Definitely. what I mean? And I, I feel like, you know, I'll let you touch on this as well. I feel like, you know, since leaving there, like, you just notice things at such a different, like, level. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. damn, like, that. that's all level. Like, just the way people operate on a day-to-day basis. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like that might be the thing. I've really gotten better at is just like, like, no, like I, I know what high level looks like. I, I got to do that. And I got to help the other people around me get to that point. You know what I mean? And I feel that is the area um, from Phoenix, from all that, that I kind of took from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like it just kind of raise your, raise your, your standards, raise your expectations for how you do things. You know what I mean? Um, like, like you said, like if you, if you weren't doing it as hard as you can, like, or going as hard as you can, Somebody in that gym's letting you know, like whether it's Phil, VC, or whoever, like they're gonna let you know, and like that's something like you know just that mentality that you learn is not something you just have for basketball. Like you could take that to your everyday life, like which is good, you know what I mean? And yeah, just like you said, like if you weren't doing it, that they're gonna let you know, and that's that's always good, just because you know they're pushing you, and then when you take that with your own, like for me, taking that and bringing it back to my teammates at Northern Colorado, like that's something that could you know, help them out. I could use that to help them out and then just kind of raise the raise the standards of excellence. Absolutely. The standard every day, like just being, you, you know, being that standard, being mm-hmm. that example and being that guy every single day. And then, you know, that influences others and we just keep raising, you know, that level of excellence really. Uh, now I'm going to, I'm going to, that's a perfect transition. I'm going to transition right to Northern Colorado, you guys. So obviously you open up with Houston, right? One of the most physical teams in the country, one of the best programs since Kelvin Sampson's, you know, taking them over, have a final four appearance. Arguably, as of right now, could be argued best team in the country. And then you got a game tomorrow. And then you got Baylor, who obviously 2021 won a national championship. Yeah. So what is it like for you guys knowing, you know, these first couple games, two out of three, like ain't easy, but in some ways kind of, all right, like that's the bar, that's the level, that's, what the top of the top looks like. What, like, how does that build you guys for the long haul and the kind of the foundation of this season that you guys are building? Um, it's really good for us just to, like, you know, see them teams out in the beginning, especially with um, this year's team. We have a lot of newer guys. Like, we got some freshmen and some transfers. And, you know, we just got a, a different – it's a different team this year compared to last year. We had a lot of guys leave last year. But uh, it's good for us to see that early on so we could just kind of, you know, see – how good we are, you know, it lets us know like where we're at, kind of where we're, you know, where everything's going right now. And then it's also good to learn. And then um, just long haul or long run, just looking at that for us, like when we get to conference and, you know, say if we win a conference and get to the tournament, then like we've kind of seen what, you know, these top teams are about, how they are, like what, you know, these are real guys, seeing how they play and kind of how those games are. And then especially like the environments, playing them environments early, getting used to playing that, being able to execute in that and just, you know, once you, if you are playing them environments, then you pretty much able to play. Sports conversation with James Navalance on the Believe Network, and joining us today is Dalen Counts, University of Northern Colorado guard. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Dalen. Appreciate you for having me. No doubt, no doubt, my guy. Um, you know, we spent two weeks or so in Phoenix with our guy Phil Beckner doing all the player development stuff. Um, you know, it felt longer for two weeks for sure for, for the both of us. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. Well, you know, 
Yeah, yeah so definitely great experience. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Definitely a good no experience. Doubt. It's different, but it's a real good one, though. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, so now let's just get you know the audience into your background here, real quick. Just you know, going through you know your high school, you know the AAU experience, the recruiting experience, and then ultimately your decision um, to go to Colorado at first. Um, yeah, so I'm from from Denver, Colorado. Um, I went to George Washington my first two years, and then my second two years I went to Denver East High School. And then um, during that time, I played for the Colorado Hawks. We were on the Adidas circuit, so like we got we got pretty good like it's pretty good exposure, you know, playing in that circuit, playing against some of them top guys in that. But um, yeah, like some of my offers started start rolling in like my sophomore year. After that, it started rolling. And then um, when it came down to my decision, I had a few few different schools, uh, nice nice select few options, but I ended up choosing Colorado. I committed to them really early, like uh, when did I commit to them? Probably like right before. Yeah, I committed to them before my senior year, so like right at the end of that last AU summer I had, and then I ended up signing to them like during the signing period, and then and yeah, I ended up going to Colorado after that. How big of a component was, you know, staying local and obviously, you know, going, coming in early to Colorado, being from Denver, and then ultimately, obviously, you're now at Northern Colorado. Like, how big of a deal was that, you know, to stay local? Um, I mean, it was kind of a big deal. I mean, my first, when, my first, when I was first going to Colorado, it was kind of a big deal. It was just like, you know what I mean, like the biggest school in Colorado, like, wants me there and, like, it kind of, some of my better offers at the time. So, I'm like, well, you know, it makes sense for me just to stay home and, you know, go here. And then um, when I decided to go come to UNC after that, it's just like, I mean, this, this kind of so happened to be here, you know, like it's just after I was going through all that stuff after the portal, just kind of looking at what schools I wanted. It's just like, I mean, this kind of program that fits and they just so happened to still be in Colorado, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so take me through that transition. Obviously, you go to Colorado. Things, you know, for whatever reason, um, don't work out right. Looking for a better opportunity. Go in the transfer report. Obviously, it's so, you know, talked about, discussed, scrutinized to a degree, right? You know, especially now over the last, I would say over the last five years, you know, it's become such a big deal. And obviously, you decide to go to the Northern Crowd. Just take me through that process, through that kind of decision making, and ultimately what the, you know, kind of growth that also took place during that time. Yeah, so um, like my freshman year at Colorado, I played, I probably played about like ten or twelve minutes off the bench. You know, not bad for a freshman. Played pretty good. Um, did had a few highlights, nothing crazy. But then, uh, my second year came around. Didn't play as much as I like. Um, yeah, that kind of went like that, and I just kind of felt like I wanted to get on the floor, go somewhere I could get on the floor more, and kind of play more. Just because you know, like my college career is winding down after two years. I only had two left. But um. Yeah, then after that, I kind of went in the portal and then pretty much was just like talking to the schools. And then so Coach Smiley, my coach now, I had um, I had known him before I committed to Colorado because he was at UNC. He's the assistant there. And like we kind of had a pretty good relationship before then. And it just kind of made it easier when I was going in to pick the, the decision for what school I want to go to after transferring or after I ended the portal. No, yeah, definitely. That, that, that makes a ton of sense. What would you say, though, now, obviously, like, boom, you go for Colorado. Then you immediately step into, you know, a bigger role, a larger role. You know, you average, I believe, 14.3 first year there. And then you make make an even bigger jump, your, you know, this past year. What would you say kind of like this 
transformed over the, especially over the last two years, just within your game, obviously within the role, but obviously overall with your game. Um, I mean, just expanding all parts of my game. A lot of it was confidence. Just, you know, growing that confidence that first year, like, you know, it's it still a, it's a good year that first year. You know, just kind of like trying to get get involved with the team, kind of, you know, make myself fit in, just coming from another school and with new guys. And, and it's actually crazy because a few of the guys that were on the team when I first got to UNC, we played at AU together. So, like me, Bodie, and Sam, we all played AU together. So, like, I was familiar with them, but just had to get familiar with the rest of the team. And then just I kind of feel like my first year at UNC, like my confidence was just growing, like, game by game, you know, just kind of seeing what I could do and, you know, just kind of getting back out there in the rhythm of playing just because I wasn't used to playing a lot. And then, you know, I took that big jump from the first year to my second year at UNC. Just a lot of that was confidence and then just really just getting in the gym, working on like my three ball and just kind of building all aspects of my game just to be more versatile. No, so take me take me through that confidence piece because I feel like as a coach, like that's like the most important piece legitimately and I, I would say like you you can testify to this too like being in you know around phil being around these players that we were in phoenix you know you were around more of the college guys and then i got to experience the nba guys a little bit too like you see like the i feel, I feel like that separator is it starts with that mentality right and like having that utmost confidence so take me through like obviously not playing as much you mentioned like that ability to really build on your confidence as you start playing. But what do you think, like, if you could kind of do it over again, even regardless of not playing as much, still keeping that kind of same mentality of, like, now, nah, like, I'm going to dominate. Like, I'm going to be the best player that I can possibly be and keeping that confidence. Obviously, it's not easy. Confidence can waver. Well, where would you say, like, all right, this is the one thing, like, I could have done a better job of building that confidence and then that keep really having that confidence kind of where you are at right now? Um, I mean, if I go back, just like, I mean, just kind of just, mm, just continue to keep my confidence, you know, not to be too high or not to be too low. You know, like there's times where, you know, there's a time where, like, I was just too low. I was, like, looking at the negative and looking at the, you know, the, the downside of it, but not – you know, really think about, like, you know, I'm here for a reason. Like, I'm still a good player. Like, they didn't bring me here for no reason. Just, you know, figuring out a way to balance that confidence where it's not too high, it's not too low. But, um, yeah, just growing that confidence and just maintaining it. You know, not like, you know, not being moved by too much things. You know, not, not being moved a lot by certain things. Just being able to, you know, just stay level-headed, really. That level of consistency, right? Like, yeah, I, I, think I think that's what we all strive for, like, like, damn, I want to show up in the gym, be the same dude every single day, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you want to show up in the gym, be the same dude. Like, hey, you, you can depend on me to do X, Y, and Z, right? And we all kind of strive for that level of confidence and just consistency and, like, ownership of kind of who you are, yeah. right? And just having that comfortability. And then, you know, because that, that allows you to kind of strive to be the best you because you're uncomfortable, you're unsure, you're unease, like, you're just not going to ultimately produce at the same exact level. Um, we'll see. Like, I know we talked about the confidence piece. We talked about the skill set. What would you say? Like, well, let's go to Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Th those two weeks, three, whatever it was, you know me, in terms of that time there, <laughs> it felt like years. 
Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but over that time, like, what was the biggest things you picked up on from any um, standpoint, skill set, and you know, just mentality? Um, just like kind of being more like a pro. I mean, just kind of change up play. You know, like being a pro, you got to take care of your body, you got to eat right. And then, like, just a little thing, like, before I even went down there, my coach was telling me, like, um, he showed me, like, the Ochai article, like, where he was late to the workout. He was, like, he's big on time. Like, you got to be stretched out and ready to go 10 minutes before the workout's even start. Like, so before I went down there, like, that's the thing that I'm having. Like, I make sure I'm early, stretched out, ready to go. But um, just being, you know, just being a pro, like, just taking care of my body, eating right, getting sleep, and then just having that confidence to, you know, like, I'm here for a reason, like, you know everybody's here for a reason. I'm, I'm good too. Like I'm here, but, um, just that confidence, really confidence and then just treat myself and learning how to be like a pro move like a pro. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, we touched on the mentality piece. I, I felt like, Oh, you guys like that mentality, you know what the environment created, like just a competitive mm-hmm. nature in all aspects. Like if you weren't competitive, you weren't going like 110 miles per hour. Every, I mean, every single person in the gym, whether you're an intern, whether you're a coach, one of you know, VC, Phil, like one of the college guys, one of the NBA guys, like it was just intense and yeah, just like- that standard of excellence. You know what I mean? And like, damn, damn, like if you weren't on that day, like you go you're going to shoot out, right? You're going to know you're gonna, it. You're going to hear it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And I, I feel like, you know, I'll let you touch on this as well. I feel like, you know, since leaving there, like, you just notice things at such a different, like, level. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. damn, like, that. that's all level. Like, just the way people operate on a day-to-day basis. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like that might be the thing I've really gotten better at is just, like, like no, like, I, I know what high level looks like. I, I got to do that, and I got to help the other people around me get to that point. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is the area. Um from Phoenix, from all that, that I kind of took from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, it just kind of raise your, raise your your standards, raise your expectations for how you do things, you know what I mean? Um, like like you said, like, if you if you weren't doing it as hard as you can, like, or going as hard as you can, somebody in that gym is letting you know, like, whether it's Phil, VC, or whoever, like, they're going to let you know. And, like, that's something, like, you know, just that mentality that you learn is not something you just have for basketball. Like, you could take that to your everyday life, like, which is good, you know what I mean? And, yeah, just like you said, like, if you weren't doing it, they're going to let you know. And that's that's always good just because, you know, they're pushing you, and then when you take that with your own, like, for me, taking that and bringing it back to my teammates at Northern Colorado, like, that's something that could, you know, help them out. I could use that to help them out and then just kind of raise the, raise the standards of excellence. Absolutely. The standard every day, like, just being, you, you know, being that standard. Being that example and being that guy every single day. And then, you know, that influences others. And we just keep raising, you know, that level of excellence, really. Uh, now, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's a perfect transition. I'm going to transition right to Northern Colorado, you guys. So obviously, you open up with Houston, right? One of the most physical teams in the country, one of the best programs since Kelvin Sampson's, you know, taking them over, have a final four appearance. Arguably, as of right now, could be argued best team in the country. And then you got a game tomorrow. And then you got Baylor, who obviously 2021 won a national championship. So what is it like for you guys knowing, you know, these first couple games, two out of three, like ain't easy, but in some ways kind of 
all right, like that's the bar. That's the level. That's what the top of the top looks like. What, like, how does that build you guys for the long haul and kind of the foundation of the season that you guys are building? Um, it's really good for us just to like, you know, see them teams out in the beginning, especially with um, this year's team. We have a lot of newer guys. Like we got some freshmen and some transfers. And, you know, it's got a, a different it's a different team this year compared to last year. We had a lot of guys leave last year. But uh, it's good for us to see that early on so we could just kind of, you know, see how good we are. You know, it lets us know like where we're at, kind of where we're, you know, where everything's going right now. And then it's also good to learn. And then um, just long haul or long run, just looking at that for us, like when we get to conference and, you know, say if we win a conference and get to the tournament, then like we've kind of seen what, you know, these top teams are about, how they are, like what, you know, these are real guys, seeing how they play and kind of how those games are. And then especially like the environments, playing them environments early, getting used to playing that, being able to execute in that and just, you know, once you if you are playing them environments, then you pretty much able to play in any any environment. Like when we opened up at Houston, it was a sold out crowd and they're a number three team in the country. Like you don't you don't get to do that a lot. Like a lot of people don't get to do that, you know, for their first game or first game of the season. It's just like a you know, just kinda of like a test to see where we're at. Absolutely. And I and I I'd rather you know, from my perspective as well, look, you'd rather be battle tested, mm-hmm. right? Rather than, you know, just going through non-conference, get, getting just, wins, you know, easy schedule, right? Getting kind of a false narrative, a false belief of kind of, all right, this is what it's like now. Like, nah, we're going to start off right away with the best of the best. And then, you know, we continue to build from there. So, I, you know, obviously it's not the outcome you guys wanted, but it is a foundation piece and it's something that you can continue to build on. Um, what would you say for you on a personal level? Uh, let's go personal level first. Mm-hmm. Just what is, what is something on a personal level that you're kind of continuing to strive at, continuing to develop in? Like, what's something that you're working on kind of on a consistent basis just to get better on a personal level? Um, just for me, like, you know, after having a year like last year, so a lot of teams are going to be keying in on me and like, you know, I'm the main focus of their defensive scouts and all that. So now just being able to use all that attention to get my teammates going and, you know, just being able to use that to help them out because, like I said, everybody's keen in on me. They're trying to figure out a way to stop me. But if I can get them going, then it loosens up the game for me, obviously, just getting them going. But just using my attention to help out my teammates, you know, get the ball moving and just help them play better. Absolutely. Now, what from a skill stand uh, skill standpoint? Um, skill standpoint is just like just being able to make the right reads, you know, the right decisions. Uh, just you know, because it's gonna be pretty sure it's gonna be a lot of two people on the ball, so just being able to make them right plays to, you know, making the right reads to hit the people that's open, and then just being able to kind of like I, like I said, just use that you know, when teams are putting two on me or they're I'm drawing more attention, just being able to use that against them to get others going and get my team going. And then also just being like a, like I said, for this team, we have a, it's a lot more new people on this team. Like we have newer pieces. So I also have to be more of a vocal leader while doing, like while doing that, just because we got new pieces, not, we don't have the old team like we did last year. So just being more vocal and just kind of stepping more into that vocal leadership role. No, that's like a perfect transition. Cause I was going to be like, yeah, like you, you got a new bunch of newcomers. You said transfers coming in, obviously, you know, you're a veteran at this point. What you said, you said from a vocal standpoint and obviously, you know, like lead by example, that kind of stuff, but kind of give me more, more detail on just your leadership, your development kind of in that and kind of, you know, cause that's a, that's a process. Like that doesn't just like, 
boom, you're a leader, day one. Like, that is something, like, you got to continuously build and especially, you know, within your individual team, you know, building that throughout the year. So what would you say from that standpoint, how the, how's that developing, development been for you from the leadership side of it? Um, It's been good, but challenging. Just, like, you know, I'm not the most, like, talkative person. So, like, it's definitely something different for me to do, like, just being more vocal. And with it being my fifth year in college, like, I've seen a lot of things. I've played against a lot of people. So, like, you know, with these freshmen and, you know, some of the teams just being able to, like, just being more vocal, being able to tell them, like, you know, just being able to help run the team, like, making my voice be heard, whether it's on defense or offense, just you know, just being more vocal just because, like I said, I've been in college five years. So, like, I've seen a lot, and I'm pretty sure I know a lot of things that teams are doing or where people are supposed to be and stuff like that. No, that's big. That's big time. You know, fifth year, I know you guys, you want to have a phenomenal year. You want to lead your guys, have big successful in the big sky. You know, I expect you guys to just continue to develop, continue to grow, and you guys are going to be big. Um, last couple of things, though. So I'm going to start with this one, though. It's kind of my ethos. It's kind of what I'm about. Every, every person I bring on, this is what I'm going to discuss because I think it's ultimately what – we all really strive for, right? And that that's, for me, you know, it's being the best version of myself. And then ultimately kind of my role being a coach, like helping others around me be the best version of themselves. So I'm going to ask you like this, what what's the best version of Dalen Counts? And what does that look like? Best version of Dalen Counts. Um, Counts, yep. I say just, I mean, making plays for others, you know, of course, like I know I could score, but really just making plays and then just kind of making plays and just trying to get after it on the defense and taking them strides that way. Just kind of playing within myself, not trying to do, you know, too much that I don't do, just keeping it simple, keeping it simple, not overdoing it, but just, you know, having fun, making plays and really everything else just handle itself. Simplicity. I, I think that's, you know, getting to know you, <laughs> getting get to know you, you know, you know, our car rides and stuff like that. Like, you are definitely chill, like, consistent. You know, like, not that, you know, I, I do feel like people that are, like, chill, just consistent, like, kind of get, like, a bad rap at times. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, oh, do they do they work hard? Do they lead? Do they, you know, do certain things? It's like, no, like, I'm just consistent. Like, I'm not going to be up and down all over the place. Like, I'm just going to be me on a consistent basis. And, like, that's something that's, like, respected, I feel like. Just knowing, like, yeah, like, Dan's going to be the same dude every day. Yeah, like, that's and, I, and, I, and I don't think, like, that's taken for granted in, in anything, you know, whether it's basketball-wise, whether it's, you know, life-wise. Like, you know, Dan's a guy, like, boom, I can count on him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not being up and down and being just a guy's guy is something – that I think, you know, I, I think it's just underrated, you know, yeah, that's we all look for during that yeah, transition, like, um, sorry, during that transition, when I had came from, uh, like CU to, to Northern Colorado, that's one thing, like coach Smiley had told me a lot is like just being an everyday guy, like just being more consistent, like, you know, not with just basketball, but just in everything, you know what I mean? And I mean, that's something that's like, I've learned and I've kind of, I feel like I've took big steps with that. Just being, you know, just being an everyday guy, like knowing that, you know, people knowing that they're going to get this from me every single day. Like, I'm going to be, you know, humble attitude, like, hard worker. Like, you just knowing you'll get that from me every single day is just 
really kind of what I've been focused on a lot these past like two years and just trying to even take bigger steps with that. No, that's big time. Being consistent, being the dude you are. Um, I know, I know high level things, you know, are going to come for you from your season. And then obviously, you know, moving forward. Cause I know the type of dude that you are. Um, but that, that is all I got for you. So I appreciate you coming on. You're my guy. You were absolutely my guy in Phoenix without question. Um, so sports conversation with James Navalins on the Believe Network. Dylan Kuntz, right? I got that right. Kuntz. Yep. <laughs> my pronunciations ain't ideal. You can ask my team when we go through scout and I'm running through these names. And I'm like, no, nah, James, like, you don't got that one. So Yeah, it's all good. People, I, I, people I mess it up all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you, though. Um, No, but I know, I know you got a game tomorrow. Wishing you best of luck then. Then Bear on Monday. And then obviously the rest of the way. Obviously, I'll be following it. Um, and I'll definitely be staying in touch because you're my guy. Definitely. I appreciate you for having me on here. Of course, man. Anytime. Sports conversation with James Navalance on the Believe Network. And joining us today is Dalen Counts, University of Northern Colorado guard. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Dalen. Appreciate you for having me. No doubt. No doubt, my guy. Um, you know, we spent two weeks or so in Phoenix with our guy Phil Beckner doing all the player development stuff. Um, you know, it felt longer for two weeks for sure for, for the both of us. Yeah, but definitely. definitely you know, yeah, yeah definitely long great experience. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Definitely a good no experience. Doubt. It's different, but it's a real good one, though. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, so now let's just get, you know, the audience into your background here real quick. Just, you know, going through, you know, your high school, you know, the AAU experience, the recruiting experience, and then ultimately your decision um, to go to Colorado at first. Um, yeah, so I'm from from Denver, Colorado. Um, I went to George Washington my first two years, and then my second two years I went to Denver East High School. And then um, during that time, I played for the Colorado Hawks. We were on the Adidas circuit, so like we got we got pretty good, like it's pretty good exposure, you know, playing in that circuit, playing against some of them top guys in that. But um, yeah, like some of my offers started start rolling in, like my sophomore year. After that, it started rolling. And then um, when it came down to my decision, I had a few few different schools, uh, nice nice select few options, but I ended up choosing Colorado. I committed to them really early, like uh, when did I commit to them? Probably like. Right before, yeah, I committed him before my senior year. So, like, right at the end of that last AU summer I had. And then I ended up signing to them, like, during the signing period. And then, and yeah, I ended up going to Colorado after that. How, how big of a component was, you know, staying local? And obviously, you know, going, coming in early to Colorado, being from Denver. And then ultimately, obviously, you're now at Northern Colorado. Like, how big of a deal was that, you know, to stay local? Um, I mean, it was kind of a big deal. I mean, my first, when my first, when I was first going to Colorado, it was kind of a big deal. It was just like, you know what I mean? Like the biggest school in Colorado, like wants me there and like, it kind of, some of my better offers at the time. So I'm like, well, you know, it makes sense for me just to stay home and, you know, go here. And then, um, when I decided to go come to UNC after that, it was just like, I mean, this kind of so happened to be here, you know, like it's just after I was going through all that stuff after the portal, just kind of looking at what schools I wanted, it's just like. I mean, this kind of program that fits, and they just so happen to still be in Colorado, honestly. 
Yeah. So yeah. So, so take me through that transition. Obviously, you go to Colorado. Things, you know, for whatever reason, um, don't work out right. Looking for a better opportunity. Go in the transfer portal. Obviously, it's so, you know, talked about, discussed, scrutinized to a degree, right? You know, especially now over the last, I would say over the last five years, you know, it's become such a big deal. And obviously, you decide to go to the Northern Crowd. Just take me through that process, through that kind of decision making, and ultimately what the, you know, kind of growth that also took place during that time. Yeah, so um, like my freshman year in Colorado, I played, you know, I probably played about like ten or twelve minutes off the bench. You know, not bad for a freshman. Played pretty good. Um, did kind of a few highlights, nothing crazy. But then, uh, my second year came around. Didn't play as much as I like. Um, yeah, that kind of went like that, and I just kind of felt like I wanted to get on the floor, go somewhere I get on the floor more and kind of play more, just because you know, like my college career is winding down. After two years, I only had two left. But um. Yeah, then after that, I kind of went in the portal and then pretty much was just like talking to the schools. And then so Coach Smiley, my coach now, I had um, I had known him before I committed to Colorado because he was at UNC. He's the assistant there. And like we kind of had a pretty good relationship before then. And it just kind of made it easier when I was going in to pick the, the decision for what school I want to go to after transferring or after I ended the portal. No, yeah, definitely. That, that, that makes a ton of sense. What would you say, though, now, obviously, like, boom, you go for Colorado. Then you immediately step into, you know, a bigger role, a larger role. You know, you average, I believe, 14.3 first year there. And then you make make an even bigger jump, your, you know, this past year. Would you say kind of like this transformed over, the, especially over the last two years, just within your game, obviously within the role, but obviously overall with your game? Um, I mean, just expanding all parts of my game. A lot of it was confidence. Just, you know, growing that confidence that first year. Like, you know, it was, it was still a, it was a good year that first year. You know, I was just kind of like trying to get get involved with the team, kind of, you know, make myself fit in, just coming from another school and with new guys. And, and it's actually crazy because a few of the guys that were on the team when I first got to UNC, we played at AU together. So, like me, Bodie, and Sam, we all played AU together. So, like, I was familiar with them, but just had to get familiar with the rest of the team. And then just – I kind of feel like my first year at UNC, like my confidence was just growing like game by game, you know, just kind of seeing what I could do and, you know, just kind of getting back out there in the rhythm of playing just because I wasn't used to playing a lot. And then, you know, I took that big jump from the first year to my second year at UNC, just a lot of that was confidence and then just really just getting in the gym, working on like my three ball and just kind of building all aspects of my game just to be more versatile. No, so take me take me through that confidence piece because I, I feel like as a coach, like that's like the most important piece, legitimately. And I, I would say like you you can testify to this too, like being in you know around Phil, being around these players that we were in Phoenix. You know, you were around more of the college guys, and then I got to experience the NBA guys a little bit too. Like you see, like the I feel I feel like that separator is it starts with that mentality. Right. And like having that utmost confidence. So take me through, like, obviously not playing as much. You mentioned like that ability to really build on your confidence as you start playing. But what do you think, like, if you could kind of do it over again, even regardless of not playing as much, still keeping that kind of same mentality of like, now, like, I'm going to dominate. Like, I'm going to be the best 
player that I can possibly be and keeping that confidence. Obviously it's not easy. Confidence can waver. Well, where would you say like, all right, this is the one thing like I could have done a better job of building that confidence. And then that keep really having that confidence kind of where you are at right now. Um, I mean, if I go back, just like, I mean, just kind of just, Mm. say just continue to keep my confidence, you know, not to be too high or not to be too low, you know, like there's times where, you know, there was a time where like I was just too low. I was like looking at the negative and looking at the, you know, the, the downside of it, but not, you know, really thinking about like, you know, I'm here for a reason. Like I'm still a good player. Like they didn't bring me here for no reason. Just, you know, figuring out a way to balance that confidence where it's not too high, it's not too low. But um, yeah, just growing that confidence and just maintaining it. You know, not like, you know, not being moved by too much things, you know, not, not being moved a lot by certain things, just being able to, you know, just stay level-headed, really. That level of consistency, right? Like, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's what we all strive for. Like, like, damn, I want to show up in the gym, be the same dude every single day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to show up in the gym, be the same dude, like, hey, you, you can depend on me to do X, Y, and Z, right? And we all kind of strive for that level of confidence and just consistency and like ownership of kind of who you are. Right. Yeah. And just having that comfortability. And then, you know, cause that, that allows you to kind of strive to be the best you cause you're uncomfortable, you're unsure, you're unease. Like you're just not going to ultimately produce at the same exact level. Um, we'll see. Like, I know we talked about the confidence piece. We talked about the skill set. What would you say, like, well, let's go to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Th- those two weeks, three, whatever it was, you know me, in terms of that time there, it <laughs> felt like years. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but over that time, like, what was the biggest things you picked up on from any um, standpoint, skill set and, you know, just mentality? Um, Just, like, kind of being more like a pro. I mean, just kind of treating yourself, you know, like, being a pro, you got to take care of your body, you got to eat right. And then, like, just a little thing, like, before I even went down there, my coach was telling me, like, um, he showed me, like, the Ochai article, like, where he was late to the workout. He was, like, he's big on time. Like, you got to be stretched out and ready to go 10 minutes before the workout to even start. Like, so before I went down there, like, that's the thing that I'm having. Like, I got to make sure I'm early, stretched out, ready to go. But um, just being, you know, just being a pro, like, just taking care of my body, eating right, getting sleep, and then just having that confidence to, you know, like, I'm here for a reason, like, you know everybody's here for a reason. I'm, I'm good too. Like I'm here, but, um, just that confidence, really confidence and then just treat myself and learning how to be like a pro move, like a pro. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, we touched on the mentality piece. I, I felt like all you guys, like that mentality, you know what the environment created, like just a competitive mm-hmm. nature in all aspects. Like if you weren't competitive, you weren't going like 110 miles per hour, Every, I mean, every single person in the gym, whether you were an intern, whether you were a coach, one of you know, VC, Phil, like one of the college guys, one of the NBA guys, like it was just intense and yeah, just like- that standard of excellence. You know what I mean? And like, damn, damn, like if you weren't on that day, like you go you're going to shoot out, right? You're going to know <laughs> you gonna, it. You're going to hear it. <laughs> you know what Definitely. I mean? And I, I feel like, you know, I'll let you touch on this as well. I feel like, you know, since leaving there, like you just notice things at such a different like level. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. damn, like that, that's all level. Like just the way people operate on a day-to-day basis. 
You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like that might be the thing I've really gotten better at is just like, like, no, like I, I know what high level looks like. I, I got to do that. And I got to help the other people around me get to that point. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is the area um, from Phoenix, from all that, that I kind of took from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like it just kind of raise your, raise your, your standards, raise your expectations for how you do things. You know what I mean? Um, like, like you said, like if you, if you weren't doing it as hard as you can, like, or going as hard as you can, somebody in that gym's letting you know, like, whether it's Phil, VC, or whoever, like, they're going to let you know. And, like, that's something, like, you know, just that mentality that you learn is not something you just have for basketball. Like, you could take that to your everyday life, like, which is good, you know what I mean? And, yeah, just like you said, like, if you weren't doing it, like, they're going to let you know. And that's, that's always good just because, you know, they're pushing you, and then when you take that with your own, like, for me, taking that and bringing it back to my teammates at Northern Colorado. Like that's something that could, you know, help them out. I could use that to help them out and then just kind of raise the, raise the standards of excellence. Absolutely. The standard every day, like just being, you you know, being that standard, being mm-hmm. that example and being that guy every single day. And then, you know, that influences others and we just keep raising, you know, that level of excellence really. Uh, now I'm gonna perf- I'm gonna that's a perfect transition. I'm gonna transition right to Northern Colorado, you guys. So obviously you open up with Houston, right? One of the most physical teams in the country, one of the best programs since Kelvin Sampson's, you know, taking them over, have a final four appearance. Arguably, as of right now, could be argued best team in the country. And then you got a game tomorrow, and then you got Baylor, who obviously 2021 won a national championship. Yeah. So what is it like for you guys? Knowing, you know, these first couple games, two out of three, like, ain't easy, but in some ways kind of, all right, like, that's the bar. That's the level. That's what the top of the top looks like. What, Like, how does that build you guys for the long haul and the kind of the foundation of this season that you guys are building? Um, It's really good for us just to, like, you know, see them teams out in the beginning, especially with um this year's team. We have a lot of newer guys. Like, we got some freshmen and some transfers. And, you know, it's got a, a different – it's a different team this year compared to last year. We had a lot of guys leave last year. But uh, it's good for us to see that early on so we could just kind of, you know, see how good we are. You know, it lets us know, like, where we're at, kind of where we're – you know, where everything's going right now. And then it's also good to learn. And then um, just long haul or long run, just looking at that for us, like, when we get to conference and, you know, say if we win a conference and get to the tournament, then, like, we've kind of seen what – you know, these top teams are about how they are, like what, you know, these are real guys, seeing how they play and kind of how those games are. And then especially like the environments, playing them environments early, getting used to playing that, being able to execute in that. And just, you know, once you, if you're playing them environments, then you're pretty much able to play in any, any environment. Like when we opened up at Houston, it was a sold out crowd and they're number three team in the country. Like you don't, you don't get to do that a lot. Like a lot of people don't get to do that, you know, for their first game or first game of the season. It's just like a, you know, just kind of like a test to see where we're at. Absolutely. And, I, and I, I'd rather, you know, from my perspective as well, like, you'd rather be battle tested, mm-hmm. right? Rather than, you know, just going through non-conference, get, getting just, wins, you know, easy schedule, right? Getting kind of a false narrative, a false belief of kind of, all right, this is what it's like. Now, like, nah, we're going to start off right away with the best of the best. And then, you know, we continue to build from there. So, I, you know, obviously it's not the outcome you guys wanted, but – it is a foundation piece, and it's something that you can continue to build on. Um, what would you say for you on a personal level? Uh, let's go personal level first. Mm-hmm. Just what is, what is something on a personal level that you're 
kind of continuing to strive at, continuing to develop in, like, what's something that you're working on kind of on a consistent basis just to get better on a professional level? Um, Just for me, like, you know, after having a year like last year, so a lot of teams are going to be keying in on me and, like, you know, I'm the main focus of their defensive scouts and all that. So now just being able to use all that attention to get my teammates going and, you know, just being able to use that to help them out because, like I said, everybody's keen in on me. They're trying to figure out a way to stop me. But if I could get them going, then it loosens up the game for me, obviously, just getting them going. But just using my attention to help out my teammates, you know, get the ball moving and just help them play better. Absolutely. Now, what from a skill stand, uh, skill standpoint? Um, skill standpoint is just like just being able to make the right reads, you know, the right decisions. Uh, just you know, because it's gonna be pretty sure it's gonna be a lot of two people on the ball, so just being able to make them right plays to, you know, making the right reads to hit the people that's open, and then just being able to kind of like I, like I said, just use that you know, when teams are putting two on me or they're I'm drawing more attention, just being able to use that against them to get others going and get my team going. And also just being like a, like I said, for this team, we have a, it's a lot more new people on this team. Like we have newer pieces. So I also have to be more of a vocal leader while doing, like while doing that, just because we got new pieces, not, we don't have the old team like we did last year. So just being more vocal and just kind of stepping more into that vocal leadership role. No, that's like a perfect transition. Cause I was going to be like, yeah, like you, you got a new bunch of newcomers, you said transfers coming in. Obviously, you know, you're a veteran at this point. What you said, you said from a vocal standpoint and obviously, you know, like lead by example, that kind of stuff, but kind of give me more, more detail on just your leadership, your development kind of in that and kind of, you know, cause that's a, that's a process. Like that doesn't just like, boom, you're a leader. They won't like, that is something like you got to continuously build and especially, you know, within your individual team, you know, building that throughout the year. So, what would you say from that standpoint? How the how's that developing development been for you from the leadership side of it? Um, it's been good, but challenging. Just like you know, I'm not the most like talkative person, so like it's definitely something different for me to do. Like just being more vocal, and with it being my fifth year in college, like I've seen a lot of things. I played against a lot of people, so like you know, with these freshmen and you know some of the teams, just being able to like just being more vocal, being able to tell them like you know, just being able to help run the team, like, making my voice be heard whether it's on defense or offense, just just being more vocal just because, like I said, I've been in college five years. So, like, I've seen a lot. And I'm pretty sure I know a lot of things that teams are doing or where people are supposed to be and stuff like that. No, that's big. That's big time. You know, fifth year, I know you guys, you want to have a phenomenal year. You want to lead your guys, have big successful in the big sky. You know, I expect you guys to just continue to develop, continue to grow, and you guys are going to be big. Um, last couple of things though. So I'm going to start with this one though. It's kind of my ethos. It's kind of what I'm about. Every, every person I bring on, this is what I'm going to discuss. Cause I think it's ultimately what we all really strive for. Right. And that that's for me, you know, it's being the best version of myself. And then ultimately kind of my role being a coach, like helping others around me be the best version of themselves. So I'm going to ask you like this. What what's the best version of Dalen Counts, and what does that look like? Best version of Dalen Counts. Um, Counts, yep. I say just, I mean, making plays for others. You know, of course, like I know I can score, but really just making plays and then just kind of making plays and just trying to get after it on defense and taking them strides that way. 
just kind of playing within myself, not trying to do, you know, too much that I don't do, just keeping it simple. Keeping it simple, not overdoing it, but just, you know, having fun, making plays, and really everything else just handle itself. Simplicity. I, I think that's, you know, getting to know you, getting to know you, you know, you know, our car rides and stuff like that. Like you are definitely chill, like consistent, you know, like not that, you know, I, I do feel like people that are like chill, just consistent, like kind of get like a bad rap at times. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, Oh, do they, do they work hard? Do they lead? Do they, you know, do certain things? It's like, no, like, I'm just consistent. Like, I'm not going to be up and down all over the place. Like, I'm just going to be me on a consistent basis. And, like, that's something that's, like, respected, I feel like. Just knowing, like, yeah, like, Dan's going to be the same dude every day. Yeah, like, that's and, I, and, I, and I don't think, like, that's taken for granted in, in anything, you know, whether it's basketball-wise, whether it's, you know, life-wise. Like, you know, Dan's a guy, like, boom, I can count on him. And, you know, not being up and down and being just a guy's guy is something that I think, you know, I, I think is just underrated. You know, yeah, that's we all look for during that yeah, transition, like, um, sorry, during that transition, when I had came from uh, like CU to, to Northern Colorado, that's one thing like Coach Smiley had told me a lot is like just being an everyday guy, like just being more consistent, like, you know, not with just basketball, but just in everything, you know what I mean? And I mean, that's something that's like I've learned and I've kind of, I feel like I've, took big steps with that just being you know just being an everyday guy like knowing that you know people knowing that they're gonna get this from me every single day like i'm gonna be you know humble attitude like hard worker like you just knowing you'll get that from me every single day is just really kind of what i've been focused on a lot these past like two years and just trying to even take bigger steps with that no that's big time being consistent being the dude you are um i know i know high level things you know, are going to come for you from your season. And then obviously, you know, moving forward, because I know the type of dude that you are. Um, but that that is all I got for you. So I appreciate you coming on. You're my guy. You were absolutely my guy in Phoenix, without question. Um, so sports conversation with James Navalins on the Believe Network. Dalen Kuntz, right? I got that right. Kuntz. Yep. <laughs> my pronunciations ain't ideal. You can ask my team when we go through scout and I'm running through these names and I'm like, nah, James, like you don't got that one. So yeah, it's all good. People, I, I, people I mess it up all the time. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. I got you though. Um, no, but I know, I know you got a game tomorrow, wishing you best of luck then, then bear on Monday. And then obviously the rest of the way, obviously I'll be following it. Um, and I'll definitely be staying in touch cause you're my guy. Definitely. I appreciate you for having me on here. Of course, man. Anytime. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.